everybody. Welcome to the Author's Forge, where every good conversation starts. We are excited. We have... everybody welcome welcome to the author's porch where every good conversation happens and we are going to have a great conversation tonight guys we have sean rodriguez and you guys should be familiar with her and if you're not i'm going to tell you why you need to be how you doing shauna i'm doing great how are you doing tonight i am doing fantabulous i got a new headband in and i was like oh let me wear it, let me wear it. <laughs> you guys have a nice sparkle. I like it. It definitely, you know, crowns things well. Good choice. Good choice. I, I am such a girly girl, but yet not a girly girl, but it's super weird. Um, but, you know, you just got to go with it. Sometimes I'm extremely flamboyant. In some moments I'm straight and all black and it's just... You know, you just gotta. Yeah, I was it. I was the little girl that had to have the um the black patent shiny shoes that I would run around out in the fields and climb fences with. So I get you, I feel ya. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I, that's probably why you wrote such a fantastic book, guys. If you don't know which book I'm talking about, we had Shauna's book Beyond the Pear Blossoms on the Bombshell Book Review for the month of June. So the whole month of June. June. Look, Shauna, if you don't already know, if you haven't watched one of my shows, I completely screw up my words the entire time. Like I try really hard, but I am sometimes I'm like, but, 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 but. <laughs> so excuse me. And you can correct me because I'm totally humble about it. I'm like, oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> Please help me out here, girl. The hook a girl up. You know what I mean? <laughs> We have our piccadillies. We got to embrace our little things. So yeah, yeah, I've seen you recover well in the past when I've watched. So you got it. I'm here for you. Yeah. So we had Shauna's book the entire month of June and me and Nicole were absolutely loving the friendships that were built. I mean, they were strong. They went through so many things, the relationship, the long distance, and it brought up so many memories about our own relationships. And we were able to dive into that. So that is why you should know Shauna, because that was her book. That was her baby. That was every bit of her soul just poured into that fantastic book. So I thank you for writing that because we we enjoyed it. We loved all of that. And we want to know more. Like I got a million and one questions, but tell us <laughs> first off, first before that, tell us a little bit more about kind of the background behind the book, the whys and things like that. So the wise is, so I was engaged in my early 20s and broke off an engagement in my early 20s. And like that didn't happen. Like when that happened, that was like, people got married and got divorced really quick. <laughs> like People didn't call off weddings. And so it was such um, a unique experience, but I went through that. I think that when it came, um, when, you know, the, the muse started calling to write, like that was something that kept coming back to me is the things that I experienced with that as being mm -hmm. somewhat unique. And so I think that that kind of played mm -hmm. into when this novel came together. And I actually started it more than a decade ago during um, National Novel Writing Month. And then it slept for a long time. So I wrote like four chapters. That's all I managed to get done. And then it got set aside. And I worked in other writing pieces and other different things. And 
worked way too much and did way too many other things and didn't have the time to devote to writing. So it kind of sat there. And when I had the time to get back to my writing, it was still the book that was calling to me. And it was um, amazing how much friendships really like rose to the top as the um, topic du jour and the thing that like is most pertinent in my life and the biggest topic and the biggest thing I want to communicate to others is the importance of those connections. And so as much as that, um, was the backdrop like the bigger um the bigger theme of the, the book really became like those relationships and friendships and the way people support each other and connect to each other like over the long term so i really think that that's what came behind it and i've definitely had um this desire to write a book since you know a long 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 time and so people heard it in passing and then some people never heard anything about it so when i finally did write my book a lot of people were like what you want to write? Where did that come from? And other people were like, like my friend's dad who lives in Montana who met me in my early 20s. And I said that I was going to write a book one day. It's still like, I knew you would. I knew you would. Wow, <laughs> so, that's super cool. So yes. where the, you know, and me and Nicole, we would sit and talk about it, the book when we weren't on the show. And we were like, I wonder. So we're going to have some I wonder questions and you can answer them or you don't have to. Obviously, you're like, I have to answer that. Uh, <laughs> we I'm super, super honest. You're going to you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we wondered. We were like, man, these characters are so developed. Like the characters were so vastly developed that they they brought on a life of their own. The friends, at least. I was like, I wonder if these are her actual friends, like not just her character friends, but like the people that she grew up with and the ladies that were her tribe that got her through those moments in her life. And that, that was one of the things that me and Nicole had wondered. Yes, and those definitely are based on those those individuals in that book are like the amalgamation of different people in my life. There was one character who is that person. And if you met that person, you know that person is that character like 70%. There's still 30% that's not them. They're way more um, independent than that person came across in the book. But for the most part, like those people represent the people I've had in my life. And one of them actually, um, Nanette is actually very much a guy friend of mine is very much a part of that character. And so it's very much represented by the people that have been in my life that like made those characters who they are and gave them that much life and that much peace, but it was kind of a, a bringing together. And they weren't the people that I had in my 20s. I didn't have like that strong of a network in my 20s. Wow. So like the beauty of writing at my age is that I get to take like the best of <laughs> like yeah. what I've had through the years and the things that I've gotten the most out of and been able to put them in there to kind of get the best out of them. And so there are, they are all like base, but they definitely, it's not just like one person is 100% this character. It's like these traits that kind of come together and, and fill out um, that piece. And some of them you needed to have them be more than one character because you can only have so many characters in a book, right? So you have to have like more than one side of the picture reflected in the characters you do have. So that's why it had to be different sides of different people that came together in one person. And, and I love that because when I write, um, I take inspiration from real people, but yet I twist certain things because the character is their own person, but they remind me of somebody in real life. 
because obviously your characters tell you what to do. I, I'm pretty sure you're the same way. I don't know an author that their characters don't basically tell them what to do. Like every <laughs> author that I talk to, they're like, my character told me to do that. So I'm like, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. But when you wanted to write, did you always want to write women's fiction or has it been different genres? Okay, the hilarious thing is, is that I always want to write this book and I always wanted to write stuff that like had a meaning and a message and a way to communicate yep. something bigger and a way to help people see something about themselves and what they were reading and to reflect and to grow from that. Mm -hmm. And I feel that um, I grew up in a small town, which is also reflected in the book. And that I think that reading and seeing other things kind of drove my desire to go other places and see other things and grow the ways that I did and become who I became. And so showing other perspectives, which you do, like there's like four or five different locations that happen in the book, showing the different locations, showing the different people, because even the friends are so different, even though they, yeah. um, they come together in very significant ways, there's very different choices that they make in very different ways of who they are in their backgrounds. So all those different things, it was important for me to write a book that kind of brought those things together and felt like it had something to say and could speak to somebody and so they could connect and feel. And so that's the book that I wrote. And then I wrote it and my, my, um, my publisher actually like, keeps putting it as romance and I'm like no you're gonna disappoint people this is not romance <laughs> like, it doesn't fit. so it's so funny because after I wrote the book is when I found women's fiction like mm -hmm. I just read books like when I read books I hear a book's good a book I find a book I like read a lot of different things and so never like stop to really think about what genre I'm reading or what genre things are. And so then I found women's fiction after I wrote the book and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is me. Yes, I'm a women's fiction writer. This is what I brought to write. <laughs> this is what I connect to. These are the books I love the most. Like I enjoy lots of books, but these are the ones that like, you know, tear at my heart and make me feel connected and have like these deep character driven individuals that I like really want to, um, sink my teeth into and so I wrote it and then I found my genre which is kind of not how that works usually when people are really like driven with writing right I wrote the book and then kind of found that's where it belongs and that's where I followed it to yeah and you know I it fits so well into women's fiction and like I said even when we started writing like I see this book on a screen like it's totally one of those lifetime movie network or I can't remember, you know, because I'm on the spot right now and I literally have a spot. You said right Hallmark now. movie before. But Hallmark we'll movie, okay. <laughs> oh, well, Hallmark. I was like, I have a spotlight we'll on them. me. We'll Anybody who wants to take it, it, I'm happy. <laughs> Hallmark and Lifetime movie, but they're basically kind of the yeah. same, you know, they, they do the women's fiction genre. But I see it on a screen, like those movies that I watch on Saturday or Sunday before the husband wakes up and I'm by myself, but I get to get a tissue, you know, if it's a sad one, because they're not all sad. Some of them are happy. Some of them are more yes. chiclet versus women's fiction. But those ones where I just, I'm like, I see something about it in me, mm -hmm. some, you know, parts of me in it um, and that women can connect to. And, and I, and I like that about it. Now there you know, there's moments in it where it will choke you up. There was moments in your book where I was like, oh, oh, that got me. <laughs> but at the same time, it's something that you don't you don't want to hide away from. You didn't mm -hmm. want to hide away from it. So it wasn't something that uh, took you and was like, I don't want to read that. It was something that you're like, I still have to know. I still because you become invested. 
yes. the characters. And that's what I liked about it was that investment into the characters mm -hmm. uh, because they were so well written. Um, do you think that you'll ever write in another genre? Is it, Are you interested in any other genre? I'm curious how that that road will um, unfold. There is um, there is some things that I want to write that I think do touch on other genres. I think part of it is that I'm new enough to writing that I feel like there's so much to learn about even women's fiction. As I look at other things, I feel like I need to learn a lot to do them well. Because it is like the nuances of different genres. There's so much to it. So I feel like as I add layers to my women's fiction. Like I like the suspense element. I like some other pieces that people add into their books. And as I add that in, I think I'll learn more. But I think it'd be a while before I'd actually like try a different genre fully because I feel like I have a lot to learn before I could do it well. And I want to be able to do it well. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely understand that. I'm more of a, I learn through trial and error type. A lot of people do the research first and, and I and I respect that because when they're going to put that book out, it's automatically something that people are flocking to. Whereas I'm, I'll put something out because I enjoy the, the process of writing it because uh, it's, it's therapeutic for me more than anything. Um, so I definitely get the two different styles because I think um, for me, writing is, is therapy more than anything, right? For me, it's, it's all about the therapy. Um, for some people, it's therapy, but it's also um, career-driven type of, I want to write because this is not only just therapy, but it's, it's my life now, right? Well, Asiji, you are so great about putting things out there and getting to the next project. And I think I'm not there yet. Like, I hope to be really quick about putting things out there and getting to the next phase. But I'm still like, it still takes me a while with the thinking and the plotting and figuring out and doing. So I think that I'm not to a stage yet to like try new things. And I'm still like trying to figure out the next steps <laughs> where I'm at. So, but you are great about like just put about being great about jumping in there and getting new new work out and getting new pieces moving forward. And that's so exciting. So there's a good chance I could get to that place where I feel more comfortable and, and am able to put things out quicker. Because I love that about you. I love that how quickly you're able to come up with stuff and, and put it out there. You are a woman of many talents. Well, you know, some of that is the ADD. Um, <laughs> and my brain not understanding that it has to shut off. So, um, and the second part is um, I started a couple of years ago with this concept and I am, it's not a hundred percent, but this concept of living fearlessly. And the reason why I do that is because I said, I lived by someone else's rules my entire life. And then, um, I started getting all these medical diagnoses, stage three COPD, then there was skin cancer and they just started coming, you know, and everything just started batting at me saying, I'm about to take you out. I'm about to take you out. And I said, wait, I got stuff to do. <laughs> so I think that was kind of like, I, you know, it was kind of like this feeling of I've got to get it done before I'm not here anymore. So I started going, okay, well, I'm not going to be scared of that anymore because there's nothing to it but to do it kind of thing. Um, so that was more of letting go of those inhibitions and stuff and the ADD. Definitely a <laughs> lot of the ADD. So let me ask you, let me ask you this. What is your biggest inspiration um, for writing? Like what, what inspires you to write your next story? What, what would make you say, you know what, that is something I want to write about. 
I think that the inspiration, I have like a backlog of inspiration, if that makes any sense at all. I have, yeah. when I hit, so I love to travel and I travel and it's funny because for the last year and a half, there hasn't been much traveling, but I love to travel. And when I've traveled, that's actually when I've done my the most writing and then when I've been the most inspired about it. So like when I was in you know Europe on a train and as I'm traveling between trains, like I think of the poignant things to share and the things that happen to people that people want to know about and that the things that I've read that really connected to me and the stories of people I know that really connect. And a lot of what I will write, I'm pretty sure no matter how I branch out will be from real life. Cause I think that that's, um, I'm not good at fantasy and science fiction. I have a, a love my life partner who if he ever did that would be amazing at that. Like he loves that and he's really good about thinking that way. And that's not how I think. Like I'm very grounded in <laughs> life and life is pretty crazy all in of itself. <laughs> so there's a lot yeah. to be seen <laughs> and reflected in that. And so I think that a lot of times, um, that's what's inspiring me is just like me having time to actually just connect and really think about the things that are important and the people that are important and the lessons that are important and the situations that bring those things out and that that put on the boiling points that make you really recognize who you are and 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 how those things come to a head and like wanting those things to happen like sooner through a book than in real life for other people to some extent. Yeah. So I think that that's, um, that's part of it. But I do, I have multiple stories already started on um, on my laptop. And I probably have, there's like two different ones that I'm um, working on now. And and I want titles. It's so funny. Like, I want titles like, like, this is what I'm working on. But instead, it's like all these different concepts that I'm trying to like put together to make it be the vision that I have um, for for both of them and so they're very still fragmented but um but it's kind of exciting to try and like get to that state where you can kind of see the vision and how it all pieces together and get them started to see where they go i love that you know i um i start with a working title i'll have it one but by the time it comes out there's it's totally something else people are like i thought it was this i'm like oh that was just so i knew what i was talking about when, yes. I, was, when I was but then it's you know that's not like the full title <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that's good because it, it helps you continue to move forward and it helps you develop what you want to get into. So I like that. But I'm excited because I'm ready for that next Shauna book. <laughs> I'm Me ready too. for that next Shauna book. And, you know, I like that. So you talk about your significant other. I read science fiction and fantasy. It's probably my favorite genre to read. So I thought I could write in that genre. <laughs> That book is still sitting there after two years and I cannot get that. That's the one genre that I just can't get going. Like it's the entire world. It's so many levels and layers and like thinking through so many pieces. Like it's yeah, it's amazing. I was like, I was like, I've been writing, I mean, I've been reading and watching sci-fi and fantasy my entire life. I could write about um magic and all this other stuff and shapeshifters and i started writing this <laughs> this book about these teenage twins and their shapeshifter butler type thing and uh then i was like man there's so much i don't know oh my god i can't so sitting there and maybe it'll get written but more than likely it won't so i get it like you there's some genres that just 
Yeah. 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 We had a really great time. There was a story competition that neither one of us actually had time to enter, but it had like, you had to have like a little black notebook as part of it and something else. And so it was so fun for us to talk about like, cause I had had thought my idea of my book entirely through and he partially thought his through and with our different takes and different genres, like so completely different, like just like the two common elements and yet nothing alike. Like it was pretty hilarious. That's and I did, um, I did a competition like the the short writing challenge, flash fiction, flash fiction challenge, mm -hmm. where they choose your genre and they choose the different things. And so it was a mystery that I wrote, and it was fun. It was fun to do like a like where you didn't have time to think about it, analyzing, put effort into it, and just did kind of. But it ended up being like a cozy, fun little mystery thing because it wasn't super serious because it was, you know, taking off of how I would write. But um. And it was kind of fun to do that, but I'm glad it was like this long and like in this much time because because I wouldn't I would have been obsessed with trying to figure out how to make it better and how to make it work and it would have been too much. But it's fun to like to dilly dally and think about and like run those things through. But I could never and even like writing like a novel it takes so much time. <laughs> so yeah, I worked on a novella after after I finished the novel and that was lovely. It was so nice because even editing it was pleasurable because it was so much shorter. It was like, it was attainable. It was something I could finish. And I was like, maybe I should look into doing some short stories because maybe it'll make me more excited because the novel, it takes, it takes your lifeblood for a long time to make those come to life. So yeah, you know, I've never wrote a novel. Really? I'm You're not, smart. <laughs> I have no desire. So I, I'm one of them people that I go into a meeting and I'm like, here, 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 any questions? Goodbye. Done. <laughs> so, I mean, I've, I've been like that my whole life. Uh, not super wordy. I just go straight to the, it's kind of like one of those straight in no kissing type of ordeals. <laughs> so I just, I go, yeah, novels don't, uh, scream to me. So I've always written novellas and I just started doing uh, one hour short stories with uh, writing prompts. Uh, those have been from Red Sea Discovery so far. I've been oh, getting my fun. writing. Yep, they do writing prompts every single week. You can enter their contest and you can also publish if you want. You just have to give them credit for the writing prompt. So that just a little tidbit. Oh, that's fun. $50 if you win. I haven't won yet. I like plans to. You but, will. You will. I will celebrate yeah. with you when you do. It will happen. It will happen. But, but novels are are so much. I have um, a writer, an author friend of mine, uh, CO Vault. She could do a 300 page novel in less than a month. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's amazing. I, never in my life. Never in my life. Well, that's my science fiction and fantasy. Those are like 145,000 words. Those are like three times as long as, you know, yeah. as, as other ones. There are, yeah, that's why you can't do science fiction fantasy. They require way too many words. 20,000. 20,000 is my goal for all of my books. I don't go past that because I, for me personally, I like to read the shorter stuff as well. I will read a novel, but I, I like the shorter stuff as well. Yeah, um, it's just a personal preference, but um, yeah, you guys are champions for writing those novels. <laughs> you guys are definitely champions, so. Yes, we'll have to see. I've only done it successfully once so far. So, <laughs> so um, you are working on two other projects. That's what's next for you, right? You're currently yes. working on two other projects at the moment with no no name yet. No and name yet. One amazing. of them is a memoir. So one of them is um, a memoir. So that, and that one will take forever. That one will not be done 
that anytime soon because that one is the one that will be the hardest to write because i think there's like too much processing but it needs a lot of processing and distilling so it will be one i've yeah. been working on in the background for a long time and the other one hopefully will be something that will come out in the next in the next year hopefully so because it won't take as much distilling <laughs> but you've got a lot going on in your life you just came off vacation don't didn't you I did. I did. <laughs> we went to Kauai and had the time of our lives. Oh, it was such a nice, it's so nice to travel again. It was so nice to be out. It was so lovely. And I love to travel. So it's been, it's been very hard. I probably traveled more than most people did when nobody was traveling and I wasn't supposed to travel. <laughs> and normally I'm, I like travel like once every other month, at least I'm going somewhere. So it was yeah. really hard for me during the pandemic that I wasn't, um, going out to do things. So I'm excited that we're getting back to where it's okay to be running around doing things more. Well, I like seeing all the pictures. So thank you. I, I visited so many places that now that I'm, I'm older, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> so I live Done vicariously. That. Well, I live vicariously because there are a lot of places I'm like, oh my God, that looks so amazing. So I live vicariously through everyone else traveling and I save money that way. So Brilliant. I'm okay with it. But Brilliant. I love my favorite picture was the one with the flower because you, I, I saw that you had to get the flower photo. So I was like, her and those flowers, the pear blossom uh, book cover, that's true. the that's flowers true. behind you, the one in your hair. Like, that's Lily's gotta be like, that's gotta be yes, like your our... signature. That's gotta be like your that signature is. book cover. That I, I, yeah. There's something with that. No, but yeah, when I was in Hawaii every single day, it was very cute because I think on um, the first couple of days, my fiance is just like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll find you a flower. And then by like the fourth day, he's like finding me the flower in my Aww. hair. Every day there was a flower in my hair. It just wouldn't last because the wind would blow it out or, yeah. you know, we go into the water. And so I take the out of my hair and then we take the photos. So I was amused that like every day I had a flower and yet none of the photos had a flower in my hair. So I was glad I finally found one that did. That's cool. So um, do you have a date for the wedding yet? We had a date and then like a month ago, I got permission from my fiance to to get rid of it. <laughs> because, <laughs> because um, so August 27th, 2022 was supposed to be our date. Um, but I wanna get married in Oregon, we're both from Oregon. And I want to get married outside. And we had three wildfires in June. And so I'm like, I cannot plan a summer wedding in Oregon. And it stresses me out. <laughs> so, so we're not planning right now. Maybe in September, if I see if we survive this summer. Yeah. But um, but as you know, like my um my novel is actually dedicated to and proceeds are going towards um rebuilding my hometown and my fiance's hometown that burned down last September and literally to the ground. And so when we talked about getting married, like where we'd want to get married, we talked about there and I'm like, it's it's not our hometown. Like it's oh, it's wow. ashes. Like you know what I mean? And so as much as there's still stuff near there to share, it's just like I don't I want my friends from Boston and from Texas and from Louisiana and from Colorado and from San Diego and all over in France and Brazil coming to like our hometown and you know when it's not when it's not right you know what I mean and so and so then we're looking at getting married near Portland but again Portland last September was completely covered with smoke and you couldn't go outside as well so where we live right now is either rain season or fire season so 
Oh my Outdoor weddings are hard to plan. So we took that stress off the table. So no date right now. <laughs> yeah, you're just enjoying life, which is the most important thing anyway. Exactly. We will get married. I have him. That's the most important part. So we'll figure right. it out. And we have a bachelorette. I have a bachelorette party happening in Costa Rica in January. So wow. that's on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> you're not missing that. That's no, that, that, that's happening. That's happening. I'm definitely keeping that on the calendar. <laughs> so, wow. Yes, yes. yes. So where can people go purchase your book so that they can help um, get those proceeds going to help rebuild your hometown? Well, excitingly, right now, Amazon has been doing these great sales on it. And I had friends that were scared to buy it on sale, but I actually get the same royalties when it's on sale because they're putting it on sale, not me. So if you go to Amazon, the, um, the paperback is super affordable from them. I can't ship it to you for that much, <laughs> essentially. But um, So you can go to Amazon. If you go to my website, shaunarodriguez.com, spelled like it is on the screen, um, you can get signed copies. You can order it from me um, the same, and we'll send it out to you. And the same percentage, the same amount goes whichever way you get it. Um, it is a little bit more when you get the signed copies because those cost more, so the more money goes towards them. But you can also go to um, my website and get one of the book plates that I can sign to send to you that you can add to the book too later if you prefer to do that. But Amazon right now, you can't beat it. I love I love local bookstores. So if you have a local bookstore you love, go to them. It will be more expensive, but go to them because <laughs> you want to support them, keep them rolling. And yeah. they all have access to it because the way that it's been put out with publishers, sometimes they have to order it in because they don't all carry it. But you can go to your local bookstore, you can jump on Amazon, or you can go to my website, shaunarodriguez.com. Awesome. And we have the links here in the show as well. So um, it's super easy to go and grab the book and help uh, rebuild a local town there in Oregon, uh, where Shauna is from, so that she can get that date. <laughs> yes, yes, see? I didn't even realize it's all connected. It's all connected. Buy my book so I can get married. <laughs> so let me let me ask you, Shauna, if you have any advice, because there's there's aspiring writers and authors out there everywhere, and you've done it. You've done you've done the dang on thing, you've published, you've you've gotten a publishing deal. Um you have put your your book baby out there into the world, you're doing the um, author promotion, promoting scene, getting yourself out there, talking to other people. What advice would you give to an aspiring writer who wants to write the book, who is scared to write the book, or maybe wanting to um, just hear some advice from somebody who is a published author? Just write and don't listen to the voices. It surprises me how many people were like, you can't write a book. You don't have an MFA. Like, how are you going to write a book? How? I'm like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> so, so believe that you will figure it out because you will. And there are amazing resources, especially now, um, to find your way. There's great groups. If you're interested in women's fiction, I found the Women's Fiction Writing Association, WFWA, after I published my book. And I love them. They're amazing. They're such a supportive, great group of people. And so you have groups like that that you can go to for resources. There's the um, Independent Authors Alliance. There's groups on Facebook. Like there are so many resources for folks that are interested in writing. And it is so much easier to be an independent author than in the past, especially as things have tilted toward there's just the big five and there's a spattering of independent publishers. And there's a lot of people who are publishing themselves. And I'm excited in the future to probably do some of that independent publishing. So there's so many resources. So write. That's what you have to do. You can't publish till you have a book. So get the book done, 
and everything else will follow. So just write. Yeah, that's the best advice ever. Um, and I love that advice. Thank you so much for telling them that because just get the get the words on the deck on paper. And <laughs> the rest yeah. afterwards. So I know that um, one of the main things that every single writer needs in order to get those words on the paper, the encouragement and get published sometimes is that support network. And um, who was your support network through all of this? Who was your champion champions? So honestly, yeah. the fiance we've mentioned, like he is the biggest reason that I finally finished my book and got my book published because I had some work things happening that were not pleasant. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I just want to quit. I want to go back to consulting. And if I consult, I'll have time to write my book and I'll write. And so I just, I just want to quit and go consult. And he's like, okay. I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. this is okay to that. <laughs> so, and it wasn't, it wasn't like he, he said he was gonna, it's not a financial thing he did. That was an emotional thing of like, I will support you. We will figure it out. You quit your job, you do consulting. And I did way better consulting. And so I made enough money consulting so that I did have the time to write my book. And so things happen. Like when you have somebody that just says like, you do you and I'll be here for you. Like it makes such a huge difference. So he, he gets the biggest credit. I have awesome friends. Um, that are very, I have a great support network, obviously. There's people in my book that are, are modeled after them. And so they are my co council confidants, they call them. They're very dear to me and they're definitely part of that. But um, he was a single factor that like, as soon as I'm like, okay, I'm quitting my job. I'm gonna consult and I'm gonna finish that book. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. You, you need that. You definitely need yeah. somebody in your corner because sometimes writing can be very lonely. It can be, it can tear your self-esteem apart when you don't feel like it's good enough. And if you don't have somebody telling you, just do it. It's okay. You're, you're going to be great. Then yeah. you'll quit. Sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll stop writing if you don't have anyone sometimes. And, and, you know, there's people that have breakthrough without the support network, but the majority of us without somebody telling us, Hey, you're awesome. Just keep going. Then you'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes. Cool. Do you have any last words before we end for tonight? I've had such a good time. I almost want to be like, you know what? Can we just hang out another time? <laughs> hey, sure, CJ. We'll get that next book. And you and I hang out once they get that next book out. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, we're on the books. <laughs> yes. No, thank you so much for having me, CJ. It's been great to get to hang out with you a little bit, too. You have such a fabulous personality. So I've enjoyed watching you a little bit. And so it's great to be here today to get to know you. Thank you. I'm so glad that we got to talk to you, especially after we read your book. I mean, I've been following you on Facebook. We read your lovely book. I've enjoyed uh, talking to you tonight and getting to know a little bit more on the insight of how you write your your background of your book and all that stuff. And I got my question answered. Is there a real group of ladies out there? And there are. They're just not in the way that we thought they were. But they're there and I'm so happy now because they're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> they exist. They exist. Yes, yes. So thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, guys. Go into the show notes and make sure that you check out Shauna's links. Buy her book, Help a Small Town in Oregon Rebuild. And that will also help Shauna get her wedding date as well. <laughs> 
uh, stay tuned. Go and follow Shauna as well on all of her social media so that you can find out when her next book comes out because I promise you you're going to enjoy the next book. If you watched our review of the first book or you haven't read her first book, go and do one of the two because you're definitely going to enjoy it. Me and Nicole definitely enjoyed it. Don't forget to come back Thursday for the Bombshell Book Review at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Nicole and myself are reading Straight from the Heart by Tracy Bannister, and we're having a blast with that book. But 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 4 p.m. Um, Pacific Time will be the magazine launch. We are launching oh, the what? Author's Porch magazine on Thursday is our official launch just two hours before the Bombshell book review. It's a very busy day on Thursday because I've got uh, two other books that I'm releasing on Thursday, but that's on my own personal stuff. <laughs> But it's extremely busy, but I am excited and I will have a whole different headband on because I got a shipment in today, girls. <laughs> you got your crown. You I need am, it. I am in love with the uh, Palacio de Plata. They're online and they're here local, but they uh, sell all this stuff online. And my husband is probably like, if she don't stop shopping, I'm going to take her computer away. So I probably should slow down a little bit. But anyways, I'll go off on a tangent. Thank you so much for being here, Shauna. Guys, we'll see you guys back on Thursday. So we will see you later and I'll talk to you later, Shauna. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye. Mm -hmm.